welcome back to Local News Live. We are here with an update about the Gabby Petito case. You may remember the 22-year-old was found dead in Teton County, Wyoming in September. And we've been following this story from the very beginning with the help of our station in Sarasota, Florida, Florida WWSB. Yeah, we've been following it. Um, this was months ago, but now we are back with an update. And we actually have Melissa with WWSB here with us today to give us a little bit of that new information. So let's join her. Hi, guys. Thanks for having me. Thank you so, so yeah. much, Melissa, for joining us. So let, let's just jump right into it. Um, there's new details. What are those details? Those details. Well, we we were aware that when, uh, of course, the story coming has been ha we've been following it here in Sarasota since September of 2021 when Gabby was reported missing. And then follow her fiance Brian Laundry goes missing. He is the prime suspect in her disappearance, and his body is eventually found here in Sarasota County at Myakkahatchee uh, Environmental Park. Um, some months later, and they find a backpack near his remains. And inside that backpack is a notebook. So we knew there was a notebook and we knew that there was a confession letter, an entry uh, about eight pages long uh, that he admits that he is responsible for the death of his fiance, Gabrielle Petito. But um, today we got that letter and we have been able to read what his version of events are. Now we know this happened with the laundry family attorney, Stephen Bertolino, and Gabby Pacito's mother, Nicole Schmidt, and her attorney uh, in Tampa. Three copies of this were handed out. Stephen Bertolino released part of it to Fox News, and he also gave a copy of that to ABC7. Um, and of course, this comes out saying that this was um, a mercy killing, according to Brian. Brian said that Gabby had been injured while out, while they were hiking. Um, it was very cold, and he goes on to describe a situation in which he's trying to carry her over rough terrain. They don't make it back to their van. They have been traveling across the country, being a YouTube on, uh, doing a YouTube channel, and Gabby uh, was begging him to end her pain. Now, this confession letter, of course, doesn't give us the answers or closure that I think most of us were hoping for. And um, I, I spoke to Steve Bertolino, who released a statement saying that this was an exchange of property, including Gabby's property and, of course, this letter to her mother. Um, but, of course, the, um, the the family attorney for the Petitos, Patrick Riley, he, he said there were three of us in this meeting, so we know who sent that letter to the media and um, there are some just very, very devastating details. And, and her attorney, Nicole Schmidt's attorney, wanted to make sure that they knew that this was not released on behalf of the Petito family. And we have to say some of the details in it are just absolutely heartbreaking. And it still feels in a way that we do not have closure. This is, this is the end. This is what we have from Brian Laundrie. So remind me again, for those that are not familiar, you're very intimately familiar with all of the names involved in this case because yes. you've been following this from the beginning. So Stephen Bertolino, who is that again? That is the attorney for Brian Laundrie's parents. Um, there's a civil suit currently ongoing in which Gabby Petito's family is alleging that Brian Laundrie's family was keeping information about Brian's whereabouts while he was hiding, you know, allegedly because where his body was found in Myakkahatchee, and that they also knew that Gabby had been deceased. Now, Brian returned to their home in Northport, Florida, here in Sarasota County with Gabby's van, but without 
Gabby. And then they went on a trip together and somewhere in that time frame, Brian disappears. So there is a civil suit going on currently. Um, we're just saying that there was no communication and Bertolino is representing the Laundry family. The Laundry family has not been in court. We had a hearing, I believe it was just yet earlier this week, um, and the family was not in court, but Bertolino was, and as well as other attorneys. Um, and the family is just sort of saying, hey, this is our right to remain quiet. We did not have to answer any questions, and that's what people and individuals should do in any sort of situation like this we we were in it's been it's been a very very dramatic situation there were protesters outside of their home in northport dog the bounty hunter at one point showing up at their home asking them where, trying to knock on the door to ask where brian was so bertolino is a very very large figure in this case and he was one of the three people who was at um, tampa today getting these goods exchanged things that have been in storage that belong to gabby um to be returned to her mother and you had mentioned previously, but in case someone missed it, how is Gabby's family feeling about this, uh, I'm sure, very devastating letter being released to the general public? Yeah, I I, I, I have actually haven't had the chance to speak with Nicole Schmidt. She was there, but I did talk to Patrick Riley, the attorney. Um, and he was, he seemed, I, I can't really put a word to it. He seemed very aghast that this letter had made it out to the to the media uh, he had no problem or reservation sending it to me when i t spoke with him and he's like there were three of us and so I, I, he, I can't speak for nicole but nicole was driving uh when this was released and it came out within 30 minutes on fox news 30 minutes after this meeting with the fbi was over so i think he was stunned um and he just very much wanted to hit home that this was not released on behalf of Gabby's family, um, indicating that this was Bertolino. And he, he couldn't speak to Nicole's state of mind. I, I think we could all imagine. Um, but uh, he he was mo he sounded shocked, but he, he did uh, also send us that letter and uh, let us know that this was not their choice to release it. But now that it was out there, we were given a copy. And we mentioned multiple times that you've been following this story since essentially the beginning. Reading through this letter, what in it shocked you the most? What surprised you? It 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 was it was very. Um, I want to say it was it was a rambling apology is the way we chose to describe it, and and it, full of regret, constant apologizing to his family, to Gabby, to Gabby's family, talking about how much he loved her and how this was just a series of events that was very unfortunate, and he thought he was doing the right thing. Um, and that's, we have spoken with a police detective who calls this a dying declaration, meaning this is what we have. Obviously, there's no criminal trial here. We don't have a judge. We're not going to know if this is the truth, that this is just going to be reader's perspective when you read it. And, and some of the things that, there were so many moments that stuck with me. It's eight pages long, um, full of regret, of, but I had to do this. She was in pain. She was begging me to end her misery because she was hurt. We were in the cold. I didn't start a fire in time. It was just just it was it was a long link, length of justifications but also the the thing that stuck with me the most is and besides him saying she was begging him to take her life was the thing when he he ended it admitted saying that he was going to end his own life and and this is the quote and it's i have killed myself by this creek 
in the hopes that animals may tear me apart, that it may make some of her family happy. And he ends it with, please pick up all of my things. Gabby hated people who litter. And, and, and he's talking, he was constantly apologizing and talking about how much he loved her and how he wanted to be with her for the rest of his life, but that this was merciful. The word merciful kept getting thrown around and it was very confusing. And I think that's been the general reaction from anyone who has read this on our website or in, in the newsroom we've talked, we're all kind of stunned because it's not the closure I think any of us expected because he's, he, it's very much a, I had, I ha almost, I had to do it. It was mercy, but I regret it. And it's, it's very, it's a very baffling, heartbreaking letter to read. And th those last lines, Gabby hated people who litter, so clean up after me. Well, that That's the one that stuck with me when I was reading it. And I'm, st I am still, I just got this a few hours ago. I'm still sitting here processing it, looking for some sort of closure within there. And it doesn't feel like there is any, and that's the most tragic part, I think. And I'm looking at your website right now, mysuncoast.com, and you have, uh, your station has all of this letter transcribed. So if people are watching this and they want to see the full contents of it, go to mysuncoast.com. I'm going to bring in my co-host here, uh, Camila Rueda, to see, because she's also been following the story as well. And Camila, um, do you have any questions that you'd like to ask uh, ask Melissa here. Yeah, so hearing a little bit more about it, I mean, we are just all as shocked as you are to hear about this letter. Um, what What do you think is going to be, you know, do you think he expected some kind of reaction from this letter? I'm sure he knew that it was going to be released at some point or another. We, we, we spoke with a law enforcement expert actually earlier about this, We're, we, you know, the dying declaration, what what's often used and that's what it's often referred to. Oh, motivation is hard to know in situations. If it was justification, if he believed this was the situation, if this is what happened, there's just no way to know. But the one thing is evident that there there is a lot of guilt um, in his words, uh, um, a lot of apologizing. Um, it, it obviously doesn't give anyone closure or solve any of these you know these tragedies and I, I in a way i feel like this letter just gave us more questions and but the detective we talked to his name was our former detective stephen moyer um he he told us that you see this a lot that it's it's a justification of the events that happened in order to minimize pain for other people uh, whether that's what happened, it's impossible to say. That's why I mean, there's obviously no criminal trial. We're in a civil suit with the parents currently. I mean, not, it's the, with Gabby's parents suing the Laundry family. There's not going to be a, a criminal verdict here. So all we have is speculation. Is this the truth? Was this, you know, minimizing his guilt? We won't know. But well, this story yeah, that started as a giant mystery. And I feel like this almost just continues the mystery. Like you were saying, you know, you can read the letter and take it at its face value, or you can look deeper into it. But because both of them are no longer with us, you know, there are a lot of questions that will never be answered. 
Uh, Camila, anything else that you'd like to ask Melissa or um, uh, Melissa? I mean, yeah. I'm just wondering. Do you think we're gonna hear from uh, Gabby's family anytime soon? Will you be speaking to them anytime? I hope to reach out with them soon. Obviously, with today being sort of um, you know this this bombshell for Nicole, we haven't. But they have been extremely gracious and and open, and hopefully that can be something uh, if they are ready and willing and um, because they do have the Gabby Petito Foundation, which is something they're working to help in situations of missing people to get more response. They're raising money and it's a beautiful use of Gabby's memory. And I've seen so many people on social media talk about what a wonderful human being she was. And um, I, I hope that we can. I don't know that they will know any more than any of the rest of us, any of the police. There's just so much so many questions and i guess at this point the what we want to know from her parents is um how they're going to continue their daughter's beautiful legacy with this foundation and how they are hoping to help other people and to prevent tragedies like this from happening and of course there will be updates as this um civil suit continues we should have a decision that the judge they were in court on this decision the judge is going to take he said about two weeks, 10, 10 days or so to make a decision in the case of um, Nicole Schmidt and uh, Joseph Petito suing the laundry family for what they say was withholding information. So we should have some developments again soon, but um, I just wish this had more answers than questions now. Well, it's, Melissa, it's been, I've been following it since September and I, I was hoping for more, but here we all are again. Melissa, I wanted to say that you specifically and your station, WWSB, my Suncoast, you guys have been doing a phenomenal job covering every aspect of the story, not just covering the story, but also covering all of the follow-ups. And that's something unique that we have with our local reporters on the ground there because national networks can come in and cover the story and then leave. But what's special about our local affiliates is you stay, this is your community and you continue covering the story. So we really appreciate you hopping onto Local News Live and sharing the very latest details in the Gabby Petito murder case. Thank you so much, Melissa, we appreciate Thank you. Thank you guys. Thank you for having me guys, I appreciate it.